Welcome to The Female, a truly real, supportive podcast for women living every life in the 21st century, helping you rise above the pressures of the very different roles we all play, the expectations, the responsibilities, the good times, and the challenges, here to help you discover your strengths. Oh my God, this day. (laughs) So... You know that whole saying, like, a two-year-old going on 16 or whatever? Yeah. See, I'm not going to lie. I feel like you have a 12-year-old going on, like, 18. I mean, what is <laughs> happening with this? Samantha, you have a teenager. I think oh I do. Oh, my God. It's a like teenager overnight. Hormones. Yes, overnight, I feel like. And it's so interesting because, you know, I've always told you, like, I have, I, maybe I'm biased, but I feel like I have really good kids. Like, they're really yeah. good. They have good manners. We try really hard. And they've been really easy to raise, and I feel like as long as they were eating, drinking, sleeping, <laughs> saying their prayers, please and thank you, we were doing a good job, and it wasn't that hard, but I'm not going to lie, past few years, pa- no, sorry, <laughs> past few months. Feels like um, years. Yeah, it feels like years. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, and it's like, I'm, I'm cursed with being a people pleaser and worrying about hurting feelings and making sure everybody's happy, but then... I almost wonder, how do you draw the line as a mom, you know, because you don't want to cause wedges in your daughter's relationship. You know, your kids' relationships are important, but you also want to set guidelines and limitations and expectations. But I find myself, like, in moments like this where there's this passive-aggressive attitude happening because all eyes aren't on them and mom is taking some time to do what mom needed to do this weekend in podcasts, I'm getting all these signals, you know, she's off she's this she's that and then inherently I'm trying to fix that but I really shouldn't have to like you're 12 like you understand we had these conversations before I came to KK's we've devoted three out of the four days we've been together to you guys like pool day and whatever so this is a little bit of time that I need and I'm just getting all of this crap and it's so maddening to me it's maddening because I feel like as a mom I'm sure all of you can relate you go and do everything you can for these kids like everything literally revolves around them and then you want four hours (laughs) four hours I know I feel like this is like that thing that mom used to always tell us and she's like I can't wait for you to have kids like you one day you know like it's just like that um that what is it the cycle or the the teenage punishment is now back on you but you were really good teenager I was I mean mom and I definitely went through our phase you know and were kind of combative as far as like hormones and just going through you know normal teenage stuff but I mean how did she do this with three of us three females I have no idea and I think it's like I don't know it's a little shocking but but I also am trying to like remember having witnessing it this weekend I guess I should say I'm trying to remember like I was like this I was crazy your hormones are crazy like you try to be empathetic and compassionate but at the same time it's like oh my god this attitude is unbearable like give us a day i know and i think honestly if we are being truthful she has always been uh like the easiest yeah the best kid and then to see this come from her i think it's harder to swallow yeah because she's always just been a heart of gold which she still is i'm not saying anything's changed she's just going through typical hormones but this is my first time and 
you know, I think we have mentioned in a previous podcast and for hopefully some of our newer listeners, listeners, um, we did lose our mom and I feel like doing this now, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't don't have have a lot of people to bounce ideas off of. Like a lot of my friends, my really good friends do not have children and it is hard. You want, you don't want to make a mistake and I don't want to, I don't want to have such high expectations that I lose focus of the fact that she is 12 and she is struggling and she is going through the different emotional whirlwinds that these kids go through at this age but it you know it's just hard I feel like I'm in a really strange place and where she's struggling I'm struggling in a totally different regard you know well I think it's so relatable I think there's going to be a lot of people out there that can relate even you know single dads I mean whoever dad was essentially raising three hormonal kids after mom passed and like you said unfortunately we don't have that maternal figure in our life that we can bounce this stuff off of or that have experienced it and can say, you know, whatever. So you are just like green, 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 going through this for the first time. But you're doing okay. And every parent is going to question themselves. Like every parent knows that their child has a heart of gold and it's this beautiful little soul. You know, I will say too, something that I have to admire so much about Lucas. And in the moments, I get very defensive and upset at him, but he doesn't back down and he doesn't apologize. If he's angry at them, and they've done something wrong or they've shown attitude, like he will lay down the law and sometimes it's like, oh my God, are you really going to punish him like that? And not that it's extensive, but like, oh my God, you have to go to bed early at 7 versus 8.30, but it's devastating to them at the time. And you feel that. And I do. And I always think, oh God, I would probably go up there in 30 minutes and be like, look, if you can be good, you can get up because I'm so empathetic to a fault and I don't want to... I don't want to come across to my kids as a pushover either. Like I have to learn that sometimes it's okay to lay down the law and not go back and say, okay, but if you do this, we can make up for it. And I just have to stay steadfast and whatever that punishment's going to be. And don't worry about, they're going to love me no matter what. Just struggle because I don't want to be, I don't want to cause a divide and I don't know what I'm doing. And I don't know how much of this I can just, turn a blind eye to and say, well, she's just hormonal. She doesn't know what she's saying. It's okay that she came home and like mouthed off because she's just hormonal. Like, where do you draw a line in the sand and say, that's acceptable, but this is not. And how do you be forceful, but loving? And I want to have a great relationship with my kids, but Lucas has always said, first and foremost, you're a parent and then you're a friend. And I agree with that 100%. I know. And I think mom and I, when I was probably around 16 or 17, I would say we were more friends than parent-daughter because, or is that right, parent-child, yeah. whatever. Mom and daughter. Um, you know, that's probably not a good thing, you know. But yeah. at the time, how do, who tells you what's right and wrong? But I guess all of this to be said, what is right and wrong? How far do you go? Where do you turn a blind eye and where do you paint a hard line you know I I am but struggling <laughs> I think it's all on how you raise your kids too I mean if you're raising them well you know when they're punished they know that they've done something wrong mm-hmm. and it's not out of hate or spite or just malice I mean you're punishing them because you love them and you want to bring them up correctly right sure. and I think if you do the wish-washy thing where you punish them but mm-hmm. 30 minutes later you say oh but if you come down it's okay <laughs> you're right yeah they're gonna think well, mom's going to come up here in 30 minutes yeah. or mom's going to get mad, but then mom's going to be fine. Where I think we kind of felt that with mom and dad, like dad was our strict 
disciplinarian mm-hmm. mom, not so much. Mm-hmm. So we knew we could get away a lot or get away with a lot with yeah. mom. But dad, dad didn't let up. Like if you went to timeout, you stayed in timeout. If you were going to get a spanking, you got three. Like, right. And we respected that. We knew where that line was drawn because dad never like flexed on that. This was the boundary. This was the line. If you screw up, you're going to pay the price. We knew it. And then there was that respect there too. God. So it's not out of, I don't feel like you should feel like it's out of, like they're going to feel like they don't, they're not loved because they're being punished. You're being punished because you messed up. And we love you, and that's why we're punishing you, because we want you to be a good, upstanding human being. Don't be some brat, you know? I just, if I'm being honest, I envy so much that stamina to hold strong to what they say, you know? And I think I'm not easily provoked. You know, I'm not the most patient person, but I do have a lot of patience. And with my girls, I just... I love, I think they're really great kids and I love them to death. I love the time we spend together and I maybe will be more apt to just, um, dismiss some things that maybe should be nipped in the butt. But then, you know, I know that they're, for the most part, they're, they're really good kids. And I think I've maybe done them an injustice sometimes by being like that. Cause now they feel like mom is going to do what we need and, they don't take advantage, but I think that they know that I do take longer to get upset. And Lucas is much shorter fuse. And if you tick him off, there is repercussions. And I do do that. Like, if they really do make me mad, there's absolutely repercussions for it. I don't want you to think that, like, I'm a pushover completely, maybe a little. But I do get mad. And they do have responsibilities at home. And that's where I don't bend. I may be less provoked by little attitude or fights here and there, but when there's set expectations as far as when my kids get home from school, we have a chore list, and there are five or six items that must be marked off on this list in order for them to receive. They get $3 a week if everything is done on their list. And, you know, if you're going to go upstairs and tell me you cleaned your bathroom, but you just shove stuff in the corner, <laughs> mom's going to come unglued. Like, those are my things. Like, I, I don't ask for much from, from them at all, but I do ask that, and I pay for this house, You've got cute little rooms and bathrooms. This is your responsibility. This is your payment to live here. And those are the things that I feel like I hold steadfast on, whereas Lucas is more like on the behavior thing. He's not going to turn a blind eye to a snarky attitude or whatever. So I don't know. All that to be said, this is new territory. I feel like I'm floundering. I feel like I don't know. This is just I'm not looking forward to this, I think. No, but I think, too, I mean, if you remember, like, you know, you know, we, I think we all had that period with mom and dad where we were hormonal and had attitude and we were grumpy all the time and didn't understand why we were crying and we didn't know why and things were happening and we didn't know. And you had these off relationships with your parents, but we never once stopped respecting them or loving them. It was just, and it's an odd period. And I'm sure all, you know, most of our listeners, if not all, can totally, totally relate to this, whether they have children or just themselves going through the same mm-hmm. period. I mean, it's just part of, it's just part of it. And I think you're, you're doing well trying to navigate that, the compassion versus being strong. And I think that you can do that in a way where it's not going to like be detrimental to your relationship. It's yeah. just, she's going to understand like, okay, well, this this doesn't work for me. Having this yeah. attitude doesn't work. This isn't getting me what I want. So right. I'm going to start working on fixing that. And, yeah, she's going to have a bad day. We all have bad days. We all don't feel good, and you're allowed those. But if it's a constant, like, ongoing attitude and she's not getting what she wants and nobody is wavering, you know, you don't get rewarded later just because 
now you're kind of a little bit in a good mood. No, you were kind of in a bad mood and had attitude all day. So you don't get rewarded later for that. Yeah. You know, like I think that you, you do well with that. And I don't think that they feel, I don't think your relationship with Reagan will ever be anything but awesome because you guys are so close. Same with Kai. It's going to be weird seeing Kai go through the I know because she's stage. such a little like spunky, goes but, with the flow, which was the case for the other I was one. And say. now we're here and it is hard for me to, it's hard for me to accept because I don't want to lose that. And I think I'm holding on so tight to that, that, you know, it almost makes me emotional, but she was just my little sidekick for so long, you know, because yeah. at the time Lucas was working for a church. So, you know, that's very, very demanding job. So it was Ray and I all the yeah. time. And she's just, she's like a, a little great, soul. She, she is. And she's so funny and so loving. I'm just struggling to see this. And it doesn't make her a bad kid. But you also, know? this is not Reagan. This is hormones. It, exactly. You know, but also, it's a Reagan's got to learn how to deal with her hormones. Right. You I know? mean, there's times she comes home from school or I've <laughs> gone upstairs and she's just upset and I'm trying to figure out, you know, oh God. Don't you remember that though? Well, yes, but I just <laughs> don't like this, you know, like yeah. I remember snippets, but then in the moment, you know, I'm like, oh God, what happened today? What's going on? She'll just start crying, and I'm like, why are you crying? I don't even know, and it's like, okay, so this is happening, and And she hasn't started yet, so it's coming, and all of you women know. That's the worst. how this is, and it is the worst to not understand, I think, too. The worst is it's coming, you know? I feel like once it comes and your body can acclimate right now, her body is, like, in turmoil. I'm like, please come. (laughs) And this would be the Red River. Yeah. the perfect time because they're out of school like I can be there yeah. it would be a really good thing but I don't know it, it, honestly being here with you today and hearing your perspective on this morning and this weekend I'm a little outspoken though but so that's I'm okay sorry. because that's what I meant like I don't have mom and maybe that's to my own detriment that I don't reach out more and or pick other people's brains but it's just hard and I feel like it's my kid you don't know my kid though that's your kid your kid's right. acting like that well but my kid isn't yours, and that's also just being defensive and protective, I think. Well, no, I think parenting is a very personal thing, mm-hmm. and I think everybody, you know, unfortunately, always, like myself, <laughs> feels like they can put in their two cents when it's maybe not asked for or warranted, mm-hmm. and I think that once you, if you ever broach that line with somebody, they may feel like they can continuously do that, and that can upset yeah. what you're your mindset and what you want to do because again you like you said you know your kid and you know you you know the way that you and Lucas want to parent right that doesn't involve everybody else it's just you and Lucas but yeah it is nice to have a sounding board yeah somebody to relate to that or yeah like our own mom to say oh my god Sam don't you remember you were that kid yeah Yeah, you because I think that I'm a lot like Reagan she's very sensitive as am I I think she's a (laughs) she's a huge people pleaser as am I um, we both wear our, our emotions on our sleeves, so she is me, but I don't have who raised me. She, yeah. You know, dad, of course, helps, but he worked during the day, so I think that's where my struggle is, and Lucas yeah. obviously comes from a male perspective. He doesn't get sure. the hormones, the emotions, the sensitivity. It's just a hard, weird place, and you don't want to screw your kids up, and I lay awake at night thinking I shouldn't have gone off, flown off, flown off the handle about that little attitude or just being negative you know my big thing with her to be honest this brings up one other thing is just being negative about other people I have noticed when she comes home from school it's always this 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 and this happened and it's always bad stuff oh my god this person my teacher this and it really 
bothers me. And I told Lucas, I don't want to hear any more negative. Come home and tell me the most positive thing about your day and what made you happy. And then if you have a negative story, fine, but it just bothers me. And again, am I being ridiculous? Is that just part of being a kid? No, I think if you if you're always focused on the negative, that's all you're ever gonna see. If you change your mindset, what are what were the five positive things that happened today? And then you know that she may forget these negative stories that happened. You yeah. know, like maybe I think what you're doing is absolutely right. Let's focus on the positive. Like, but, but is also, that looking through it with like rose colored glasses? Like, oh, life is positive. Was I like that? Did yeah. I come home and crab about for these like nerdy little kids that picked on me or whatever it is that she's complaining about? Did I do that or? Was I coming home with my positive stories? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I think there's like a happy balance between yeah. it. But I think in general, if you just, and you, you know, these mindsets are molded when you're young. So if you just generally are more focused on the positive, maybe you you start to not see the negative stuff yeah. so much. But I think just as a hormone, Sam, <laughs> I think yeah. everything is negative. I just <sighs> feel like. I mean, think about us, like, right before our cycles, how we're feeling, how, I mean, like, I tell Jacob all the time, you have no idea what my body is going yeah. through. Like, and, that, like, again, just that start up, that leading up to is the worst. But think about, like, the lead up to the beginning. Like, yeah. bless her heart. I her know. Her whole body is always See, now I feel guilty. But no, <laughs> Delete <but>. this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all that to say, you, you still, I feel like it's still important to have structure, to have boundaries, yeah. to have expectations, to be respectful, to understand okay, I feel this way, what can I do to, like, you know, I'm not going to project this onto somebody else, I'm not going to take this out on a mom, I'm not going to, you know, demand that all the attention is on me because I don't feel good right now, like, you know, this is a learning thing. Well, and I think to take that a step further, I, we did have a conversation a week or so ago because she was projecting <laughs> her misfortune of hormones on her little <laughs> sister, um, and I did tell her, I was like, you're not you're not responsible for how you feel. Like, that is happening to you. But you are responsible on how you make others feel. And that's That's not fair. And I was trying to explain to her, too, in the real world, when you go to work or you go meet with a client or you're the face of a company, just because you're having a bad day, just because your hormones are raging, you do have to learn how to keep that stuff in check. And if I, I feel, if I let her go buck wild with this, well, I can't help it. I'm in a mood. You... That is not okay. You do have to learn to rein that in and say, okay, compartmentalize. Like, yes, I feel this way, but Kylie didn't cause me to feel this way. And you've got to learn. It's not easy because I fail at it. Oh, we all do. Often. Yeah, we all (laughs) do. But I think it's something to keep in the back of your brain, even at this young age, that it's got to be reined in a little bit. Something that you at least understand and start working towards. I mean, we're still working towards that. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think nobody's perfect at it, but yeah. I think what you said is perfectly stated because, I mean, we're not teaching these kids to just always grow up in these controlled environments. They're going to be out there in the real world, and they've got to know how to react to it positively and have self-discipline. And No, I think what you said is perfect. And I honestly am so interested to hear what other moms do and how they respond. And any of you that have 12, 13, 14, 15-year-olds or even Mm 7-year-olds, I am so eager to hear different stories, different ways of dealing with this. Because again, like I said, I don't have many to bounce off of. And hopefully there's moms listening that can throw me a bone. And then the how-to manual. (laughs) (laughs) I'm open for anything, but it would be very cool to hear some stories. Teenagers for dummies. (laughs) Yes, yes, make me feel better. (laughs) Throw me a lifeline, I mean, anything. But I think this was a really good conversation. I don't know that it helped anybody, but I feel better just 
venting, I no, guess. I think this is an ongoing conversation. This is going to be one that's had many more times, like, yeah. you know, moving forward. And like you said, for all the other people out there, let's all collaborate together and figure this thing out. Yeah. Although, I, I'm just going to um, supervise the conversation. <laughs> I'm going to take stuff out of this one. I'll let you cipher through all the emails and yeah. decide which ones I should generate. I'll put them together in a nice how-to manual and email it on over to it's you. It's going to be planning that just say go pour a drink and wait, yeah. wait seven years. Which maybe well, I should go do that now. Yeah, we might need to go do that Okay. Now. Okay, so I'll meet you in the kitchen, Sam, and we'll let the girls close this one out. I'm there. Bye. <laughs> Cheers. Wow. That's it for today, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to our mom and Aunt KK. If you liked today's show, they'd be so grateful if you would. Smash that subscribe button. Give them five stars. And follow on social media. As always, it would mean so much to them if you would leave a review. And remember to tag the female podcast on Instagram. And please talk to 